1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going
0: to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. To
1: Hernandez. Little looper, shallow left, charging hard. Grossman, he can't get it. Devers comes to the plate. Duvall is right behind. They both score. The throw gets away. Backed up by the pitcher, Anderson. Casas in the third, Kike in a second, and the Red Sox take a 6-5 lead.
0: What a great read by Duval to be able to follow lead runner home.
1: It was a bloop hit, but it doesn't matter at this juncture. Perhaps a slump breaker for Kike he broke his bat.
0: Perhaps a slump breaker for Kike he broke his bat. And we are breaking Boston for Friday, July 7th, 2023. For the millionth time this season, we ask aloud, is this the game that helps the Red Sox break through to the other side so that they dare, if they don't deign to rope us into a season and play some consistent baseball and prove to be the winning team they sometimes threaten to be? Some the, the the winning team that we hope they can be, a team <clears throat> that's just a couple of games out of that third and final wild card spot and may, just may, be setting themselves up for some short-term success in the coming weeks. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here with you Friday, Breaking Boston here across WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Please rate, review, subscribe, share if you get a chance. We're obviously still in that very slow point in the season. The Patriots haven't done anything. Celtics haven't done much. Bruins haven't done much. So this is the story in town right now. These Red Sox, are they threatening once again for the, I don't know, 20th time in the last 40 days to become a good team? They have a chance to fatten themselves up a little bit. I shared this from our old pal Steve Peralt. Six of the Red Sox' next nine games are against the A's. You take five of those, and the Sox would likely be barely out of a postseason spot with nine games left until the trade deadline. I have zero clue what Haim's going to do if this happens. And that's sort of what I want to bandy about here right now. So the Sox play three games this weekend, the final three before the ASB, the all-star break. They play arguably one of the worst teams in the history of baseball, the Oakland soon to be Las Vegas. Nobody cares athletics. This is a, horrendously bad, a historically bad baseball team that currently sits at 25 and 64. And I didn't know their record was even that good, if you will. Uh, They're five and five over their last five, just like the Red Sox are. But like Steve suggested in that tweet, the Red Sox now need to find a way as battered and bruised, uh, as opener centric and starter free as they are right now, they need to find a way Anything less than five out of six against the A's. They go three against the A's this weekend. Then you have four days off for the All-Star break. Uh, Only one member of the Red Sox is going to the All-Star game, that being Kenley Jansen. He may not even pitch at that point. So everyone should be able to get their rest. So after feasting on the A's this weekend at home at Fenway, you get four days off. Then you play the Cubbies. Cubs are no great shakes in the giant pile of mediocre that is the National League Central, then you go on the road to the, the ultimate fortress of sadness. What was it was, what do they call it now? The O.co Coliseum still, whatever they call the Coliseum. I don't even know if there are naming rights on it. If I had a brand, if I had a company, if I had anything worth selling or advertising, I would not want my name associated with the Oakland Athletics this year. We could probably play a fun game right now called Name an Athletic. I don't think we can. Coop, can you name any athletics? I mean, you're a baseball guy, but do you know anyone who plays for the A's right now? Uh,
1: absolutely not. I, I, I can't even
0: lie on that. They they really just
1: don't pay anyone. If you were to look at their no, payroll, it's is the, like- less than everyone in the league, and it's they refuse to pay anyone because they are gearing up for that Vegas move.
0: So I wonder. I honestly wonder if by the time Shohei Otani. Signs that next mega deal, the Uber contract. Uh, Will Shohei Ohtani be paid more individually next season than the Oakland Athletics will be paid as a team? I think the answer is yes. You know what? And he kind of deserves it too. I bet Ohtani makes more than the A's next year. We're going to run. Paul Blackberg, ever heard of him? I have now. Lucas (laughs) Eckrig? Wait, Manny are These characters. Wait, are these characters from like Rookie of the Year these or the are, Sandlot? Or? I think these are generic characters from MLB The Show. Like, I was going to say these are like, did you ask Chat GPT to just generate the names of twenty-five fake baseball players? They could probably come up with more real names than these. I mean, next one
1: on here, Jace Peterson.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, this is. It's a sad state. The Red Sox it's are bad, so but. I think last time we talked about the Red Sox, we, were, we said the
0: exact same thing. At least you're not Oakland. Mm-hmm. And here we are saying the exact same thing again. But the only reason why right now I feel like they're in a position to actually make a move towards the trading deadline is twofold. Two, we'll go threefold. One, they can fatten themselves up with three against the A's, three against the Cubs, and then three against the A's. Two, they're gonna start to get they're gonna start to get people back after the all star break. Paxton's paternity leave will be over. He'll be back in the rotation, giving you arguably an American League top five one two punch with the way Paxton has pitched recently, and especially Bayo, who has just come into it. Oh, am I, is this hyperbolic coop right now to say that maybe Brian Bayo is a top ten? I mean, why hell, what is he, fifth or sixth in ERA right now? Like this is a this is a top of the rotation developing absolute lights out stopper quality cream of the crop starter in the American League right now. Who on, who absolutely should be going to the All-Star game. Please don't take him. Please don't take him. Let him rest, but this kid is this kid is the berries right now. It would have been great. I mean, his
1: last five starts, 34.2 innings pitched, point, uh, 0.185 uh opponent average, 24 Ks in that and a sub 2 ERA. It's his month of June is it was immaculate. The only player that I can really think of that was more dazzling is Shohei Otani, just because he was able to do something special from both sides of the right. plate. And I'm a and little bit of 450-foot home runs on the regular. My goodness. But I mean, what you're seeing out of Bayo, and it's very fair, he's getting compared to Roger Clemens, which that's mm-hmm. kind of stuff that gets you excited as a Red Sox fan, especially with oh, yes. what's been going on this season and the mentality that fans should take of this is a bridge year and this is the year to see guys develop. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: I, what well, we just, yeah, we know out. we're getting, we know we're getting that out of Bayo. We know we see a couple of other things. Yoshida is going to stick around for a while. Doogie is rounded into a perennially consistent all-star quality form. We don't know what we're going to get when Trevor story comes back, but um to Steve's tweet, once again, I don't know if they win five of six against the A's, let's say they can take two or three from the cubbies. Although here we see them play the Rangers at home. They they sweep the Jays. Again, they beat or play well against good teams. Then they crap themselves when they play against inferior they or sub five hundred teams. They can't so they can't just fall asleep at the wheel the next couple of weeks uh against the A's and the Cubs. Like you need to go seven and two over that stretch. You do that, you'll be nipping at the heels of the third wildcard spot with a week to go before the trade deadline. And I'm I'm just gonna say now now we'll revisit this after this next week or so, after this span here on Breaking Boston. We'll revisit this to see if this is fool's gold and a folly of a prediction on my behalf, or if this is actually worth if this is worth wading into once again. I want them to buy. It's a bridge year, but I want them to buy because why the hell not? If you've got two guys in Paxton and Bayo at the top of the rotation, and then on any given night when you can just trot out the openers. They may have a flurry of openers at their disposal from Pavetta to Winkowski, uh Murphy. Last night in a pinch, our opener was Cutter Crawford. He went four innings, seven hits, three earned runs. Not great. No great shakes by any stretch. However, but enough to get you by. Enough to get you by so that the day could be saved by Josh Winkowski a couple innings later. The bullpen will get healthier. You're gonna get, you're probably gonna get depending on when and if he can start eating solid foods again, the poor son of a gun. (sighs) Honestly, if Tanner Houck comes back in, let's say, so he's going to start throwing again next week, put him on a plan to get back in a couple of weeks, you're going to get him back by, I would probably dare say, the end of July as well. I'm not putting any eggs in the Chris Sale basket because all he's going to do is drop the basket and fall down, trying not to let the eggs fall in the first place and re-injure himself all over again. I would say... I think they have enough offense. I know they have not been hitting home runs very much the last two months. They opened up uh, as one of the top 10 home run hitting teams, uh, or so I learned last night from the excellent job Joe Wild did on the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show. And there's been a little bit of a power outage the last two months. I think that'll come back around as well. Duvall will probably, hopefully, find his form. You'll get some home runs from Story when he rejoins the team. I think at this point now, I think a front of the rotation arm is going to cost you too much. Too many of the prospects that they're trying to, if they're trying to rebuild and become the Rays or the new Reds who have a talent pool, as you were telling me before the pod today, Coop, that they have just a, they're basically almost what Fenway Sports Group wants the Red Sox to become at this point with stars galore to bring up and talent to spare so that they could make deadline deals and invest in this team for years to come. I want the Red Sox not to dip too deep into the pool. Go get them. You know what I, I, I think which, an affordable ask would be going, and, and Garrett Whitlock should be able to come back too because that was only a bone bruise, right? The tightness in his elbow, correct. But okay.
1: that's kind of the weird thing that Garrett Whitlock is at is this is something that can hold him up for a bit. It's just you. you he's a guy that should be in the bullpen, and that's and when these trade Andrew, deadlines saying- start, like getting. If you bring in a starter, are you moving that guy back? What are you doing with uh-huh. Nick Pavetta? It it is a mess right now, but it is a solvable mess.
0: Uh, again, the juggling act that's being done by Alex Cora and management should not be overlooked in this town. Because somehow, to take this, these spare parts, all of these, you know, two thirds eaten pizza crusts, and turn it into a presentable meal at a at a two star restaurant is honestly admirable. So that's why, if you've got your Crawfords and your Winkowskis, and you've got your Pavettas and you've got your Whitlocks, all of whom probably could give you three to four innings every other night. Go get another guy like that. Go get another guy who could be a long reliever, has a plus fastball, could be an opener and a pinch, and just know you're basically gonna have two good starts every five days and then just throw the flotsam and Jetsam and the openers and relievers and Pavetta's and Crawfords uh, and the Hawks and the Wincat. Don't stress out Tanner Hawk too much. like there's no chance this guy's he was throwing so damn well. By the time he got popped in the chops on that Friday night against the Yankees, is there an arm out there, Coop, that you could think of? Is there a somebody? Is there another Whitlockian, if you will, arm that could potentially be available someplace that could come in stem the stem the stress that's being placed on the bullpen? And if it's just going to have to continue to be Paxton, Bayo, and just give me somebody else, Dylan Cease in Chicago. This now is he's a, he's a legit he's a legit starter but he's gonna and that's cost the thing he will cost you but the thing is, is he, wor- is is he worth, young is that is he worth it
1: he's young and right now the Chicago White Sox are just not in a position to compete so you you can mm-hmm. you can in theory try and get something from them where you can fleece them with a little bit of younger talent but that is going to cost you and it's just kind of like is that worth it you could p- potentially like package up for Dugo. He's a guy that you Oof. would like to see here. Exactly. Verdugo is a great guy. He's what you want in this lineup, but he's also a free agent at the end of the year. And it's, do you want to run into the same issue that we saw last year where, yeah, you can you can bank on telling him that he's a great fit here in Boston and that you would love to have him here and have a playoff push that, let's be honest, it would be great to see the Red Sox hit the world or hit the playoffs at the end of the year, but this isn't a team built for the playoffs right now especially with the Rays
0: in your division. Well, see, I see. I think actually the crazy thing is you say this, t- this isn't a team built for the playoffs. I think with the way the Red Sox are actually getting by right now, with the unique or very necessary approach that Alex Corr and company are taking, I almost feel like they are kind of built for the playoffs yeah. in that they're showing you right now that on any given night against – now, you could say the Rangers have been the best team in the American League for a while. They go up against old friend Nate Evaldi. They beat him. They get five runs in that fifth, uh, sixth inning last night. Uh, and Let's see. One, one, two, three? yeah. The Red Sox got, when was it? No, seventh inning. They got six runs seventh in the seventh. seventh. Never really hit a ball that hard even, but just scraped by. Took advantage of the mistakes made by the other team. Didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Hell, Coop. This team could even potentially just not play defense as horrendously as they had before. Kike played second last night. He's seemingly much more comfortable at second than he is at shortstop as well. The long, long story of the short being with the way that they're using openers and long relievers and just throwing everyone into a position or out of position at times just to get by and squeak out a W, I feel like they are built for the playoffs. So add a little extra something to the team Cease right now is three and three with a four ten ERA. He's a much better pitcher than that. Chicago's just having a down season. Of course, it's so down. The Sox lost two out of three out there a couple weekends ago. I'm looking f- instead of investing in a starter. I think you got to hold on to Verdugo. I think you'd be doing him real dirty if you trade him away for a starter right now. I think there are more quality arms to come. I. I hold on to Verdugo. He deserves to be re-signed. The fans deserve a face like that. They want they want a dirt dog. They need a try hard out there. He's the closest thing you have to the face of a team right now. On a face basically on an identity-free team. Face. It is. They're they're That's it. We have it takes took us 15 minutes today. <laughs> the Red Sox are the team of a thousand faces.
1: That, it's true. It's true.
0: It's like it's a game it, of That's
1: almost like a modern look at what baseball is now today. Like I i've been one to say that like metrics and analytics is kind of turning mlb into what the nba is now where you're not really having big mans and point guards and shooting guards Mm -hmm. it's really like a mix of talent which you produce a better product player out of that but what you're getting is a faceless team where you can kind of mix and match plug and play like whenever you want and right it's a fantasy baseball team but it's a fantasy baseball team where like you said you can get to the playoffs and if you punch that ticket, you might have an opportunity. It's just, what is the option for building for the future or if you're prioritizing this season? So that's kind of the dichotomy of where
0: the Red Mm -hmm. Sox are right now. I wouldn't prioritize this season as the big chance, the be-all, end-all by any stretch of the imagination. But you're close enough that this style of game, on any given night, yes, as painful as it is, you see Schwarber hitting bombs, J.D. Martinez now has 20 for the for the Dodgers, all the different – like, Evaldi has pitched well by and large, Waka, so many guys that were a part of this team that have made their way elsewhere and are performing for other teams. But not many of those other teams are in much better shakes than the Red Sox are right now. There's clearly just a couple of teams that are really, really good right now, and the Sox just took two out of three from one of them, a team that has six All-Stars playing next week in the Midsummer Classic. I think this team, you don't mortgage your future, but you buy in enough now – so that this team of a thousand faces this faceless identity-free baseball club that's almost playing playoff style baseball gets in and gets a chance so maybe we can find over the next couple of days over the next couple of weeks we can identify that long relief extra plus bullpen arm that the red sox could add to the paxton Bayo, and rotation ish if you will I think it's worth a shot. What do you think, Red Sox fans? Holler at us. He's at Coop underscore Leon. I'm at Fitzy GFY. And this is Breaking Boston, where each and every morning, we try to set the table for you, give you a nice little portable sports radio show on the go, and fill your cup with what you need to know about Boston sports. Rate, review, subscribe, and share if you get a chance. Let's go, Sox. Sweep the A's. Go into the All-Star break with a little momentum. And hey, you never know. Maybe, just maybe, the identity-free Red Sox team will develop a face after all.